Hi, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Angel Mama. Today, I have Dr. Mark O'Connell. Hi, Dr. Mark O'Connell. Hello, Shireen. So nice hey. to see you again. Yes, after 15 years. After 15 years. Yes. Please introduce yourself to my listeners. Okay. Um, hello, everyone. My name is Dr. Mark Joseph O'Connell. I am currently a fashion academic at Seneca College in Toronto. Uh, my background was in design and uh, so I started out as a designer with Mac Cosmetics. I had my own clothing line. And then I moved from um, design and the industry into education and more the theory, around the theory of fashion and the history of fashion, which is where I am right now. I remember taking a course with you at Centennial College. You were teaching art and design foundations. And I remember very distinctly you sitting and painting and I and I saw your level of concentration. I remember asking you this. I said, uh, I asked you, I said, so you have a degree in art? And you said, yeah, I do. Because I grew up thinking that art is just a hobby. I was told it's just a hobby and I'm an artist myself. So I was told not to be me. Uh, so when, when I looked at you, I was looking at you in awe. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. And you're clearly making money because you're my professor. So how does that work? So I wanted to ask you, how did you find art and fashion and how did that find you? Okay, um, I always was really into fashion. You're really into what I would, you know, define as visual culture. Like that was just from when I was really young, I was always drawing and I, I loved it. And uh, I grew up in a family where that was really encouraged. Like my parents are both my father's past, but my parents are both professors. And so there was always a real love of knowledge, a love of learning. And uh, they really didn't have boundaries in terms of what was considered a valuable exploration. And, you know, so they like, I loved fashion and that was okay. And I loved art. And so they really encouraged that. My only real pressure from them was that, that I had to be good at it. <laughs> you know, if you're yeah. going to do it, you had to do it well. It wasn't about a hobby. It was about, you know, because they they valued you know, culture yeah. as something really important, right? Like it's not just, you know, banking and science, right? They, you know, for a human society to really evolve, it's generally the artists and the creatives that are pushing the vanguard, right? Yeah, that's a lovely answer. Uh, I remember once you posted something uh, praising, I think the picturization of a Bollywood song. Yeah. So I, I I see your face light up. Tell me more. Do you do you watch? Do you like their fashion? Do you like what comes out of India? Okay. So I um, my father uh, was a theologian and he was a Hindu studies scholar. So wow, he was particularly interested in like Chaitanya and so sort of medieval Hinduism. But we would go over to India for his sabbaticals. So my um, cultural immersion in India was very like I go a year for a year at a time, and so. For me, like I, it was osmosis. I love Indian culture, right? Like, um, and so the Bollywood movies, which we used to call Hindi movies back in the day, right? Like, were just so fabulous and I love it. Like it was just, you know, and this was like late 1970s. So the hair was like these gorgeous, huge buns with like jewels in them and stuff and the saris and it was so opulent and so joyful, right? Also so long, those movies would go for like- yeah five hours and so it would like have this beautiful dances and then you have this like a horrible you know you know other yeah. thing happening right there's they were big right so for me like 
the culture of India is so rich and so old and ancient, right? That um, it's interesting to me how it's grown into this modern, you know, because mm -hmm. you, you have current Bollywood films that are um, versions of legends, like from the Mahabharata and from various other legends, and they bring it into the, the present context, which I find fascinating as well. Thank you for creating that distinction between Bollywood and Hindi cinema, because uh, India is so diverse, and I'm Indian, but I never grew up there. My parents are from there, um, and I'm married to a Hindu man, and he tells me a lot about the culture, and now that we have a daughter, he wants to show her which, what she's all about, like the history and stuff. Um, so that takes me to my uh, next question, or my last question. What would you tell someone listening right now who wants to do what you are doing? Uh, okay, that's a good question. I would say, um, first of all, do it, right? Like everybody wants to be the greatest designer, the greatest painter, the greatest novelist, but you really do have to write the book, you know, mm. or <laughs> paint the yeah. painting. So number one, like make sure your practice, whatever it is, is really grooved within your daily life, right? Um, I would say work, pick something that really you're so passionate about that it doesn't matter whether or not it takes off because for most people it doesn't, right? Honestly, like, you know, there's other things I would have liked to have done. I wanted to be like superstar designer. I want to be Mark Jacobs. That's not what happened. Like I ended up going into academics and visual culture because I felt that the communication of fashion was something that was so vital and important and was really not given the, it wasn't valued as in the humanities, right? The way other mm -hmm. cultural expressions are. So I thought, you know, I thought I had a real mission with that, like, you know, bring kind of fashion to um, larger masses as a, a means of communication. My PhD is in communication and culture. It's not in fashion, right? So mm. um, definitely, you know, follow your passions, um, and don't feel like you have to figure out what where the, the journey is going to end up, right? Yeah. You know, creatives tend to be creative in many areas, right? Like I like to write, I paint, you know, I was a fashion designer. So they're all equally creative expressions, right? Who knows what's going to happen with all of it, but like, don't feel limited. Like, you know, if just because you're a musician doesn't mean that yeah. you can't paint. Like look at Joni Mitchell, right? Like she was a fabulous, obviously musician. I mean, she's, brilliant but she also could paint and her first love was visual arts yeah right so you know the process of creation is really important and I think in these days it's really valuable right because yeah. you know like it's it's sort of a um an elevation of the spirit you know not True. to get too out there with it but it's like you know you tap into things that are bigger than you things that are really good and that do move culture forward so all right lovely <laughs> Just do it. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's my surprise question. Okay. <laughs> what would the Mark now tell them, the younger Mark? Oh my God, this is like at the end of Drag Race when you got the <laughs> final, they bring out the little picture of it. Um, I would say to little Mark, um, just like water off a duck's back, you know, like I was very feminine little kid. I was yeah, out there. I was a little strange and I got a lot of 
negative pushback, right? Yeah. I also got a lot of pot, like I had a lot of friends, I had a great childhood, but I did, I like even the larger picture on society, like was just really negative towards gay people. And uh, you, you can't help but pick that up. So I would say to that little guy, like, you know, you're beautiful as you are, just, you know, shut it out, you know, don't worry about it, just keep doing you, right? Because definitely in my teens, I was all over the place trying to figure out who I had to be for people yeah. to like me, you know? Because I was much more grounded in my purpose and my creativity when I was a kid. It was only when I started to kind of like move into my teens and that kind of area that things started to go really off the yeah. rails in a lot of ways. So I would say, you know, I'd say the little guy, like, you know what, you've got this. So don't feel like you have to change yourself to you know, fit in with other people because there is no fitting in. Everybody is different. Right. And yeah. so that's what I would tell little Mark. Oh, little Mark seems like a cutie. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of energy. Apparently it's a lot of work, but. You know. Hey, that's all good. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Dr. O'Connell. And uh, yes, actually, before I forget, mm -hmm. if people want to reach out to you or connect with you, how can they do so? Um, I have a website, Mark O'Connell Studio, one word, mm -hmm. dot com. That's where I tend to put things like my conference presentations or recent publications linked to that kind of stuff. So it'd be like M-A-R-K-O-C-O-N-N-E-L-L studio at, uh, dot com. So Mark O'Connell Studio dot com is the, the website where things happen. And it's also my Instagram has the same hand. Awesome. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. This is great. It's so lovely to see you, you know. <laughs>